Sadie, what are you looking at? Sadie is legitimately staring at the desk. Just staring at it intently. Like she's in some sort of staring competition. She's going to win it. That desk isn't going to beat her. But hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me. Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. I got Wean Dog on the couch next to me under the blanket. Sadie Dog now looks like she's going to try to jump on the couch. Hey, she did it. She jumped on the couch. Come on over here, baby. How are you doing? Did you beat the desk? Did you tell it who's boss? <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. Looking at the cat tree. Uh, don't see anybody on it, so you guys know what that means. It means the cats are shitting on my bed. They are shitting on my bed. Oh, hi, Ween. Uh, but hey, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good one? I sincerely hope it was. Why? Because today is Monday, December 12th. 12, 12, 20, 22, 20 dose. Hopefully it was a good day. I know it's Monday, but, uh, you know, uh, are, we, are we really that kind of superstitious? Are we really like, ah, it's Monday. It's going to be a shit day. No, don't, don't fall for the hype. Monday is a good day like every other day. That's all I know. Make it a, make it your bitch. Monday, you're my bitch. And there you go. I'm putting Sadie Dog under the blanket. She doesn't necessarily like it. She doesn't necessarily dislike it. But there you go. But uh, hey, I forgot to tell you, I'm uh, I'm your boy, Stu McAllister, host of the Elemental Podcast. I was a comedian a long time, a social worker a long time. Now I'm just going through life, making lots of fucking mistakes. Lots of them. Woo! Today, today, I work today. It's my last week of work at the Dippin' Dots. We'll see how 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 long that lasts. I have a history, everybody, of uh, getting new jobs and not keeping them very long, and then uh, and then I go back to Dippin' Dots, um, which is a problem. Because uh, I, it's kind of like I have the safety blanket of like, fuck, I can go back to Dippin' Dots. But I shouldn't go back to Dippin' Dots because it's a shit job. I don't want to say they treat me like shit, but there's zero uh, respect of any kind. There's zero like, hey, you do a good job. There's there's none of that. They're like, they treat the job like it's a shit job and... I'm not necessarily going to say it's not a shit job, but it should be treated like a real job, but they choose not to. So, but it's this weird safety blanket. We're like, oh, I can go back there because they can't fucking hire anybody to do that job because, well, it's a shit job. <laughs> Stu, didn't you just say it was a shit job or not a shit job? Yes, I did, but it's a shit job. <laughs> uh, so there you go. So uh, as a result, because that's what I'm doing, the boss man asked me to take the girl who works there uh, with me today when I was doing Detroit schools. And Detroit schools, schools in general are a different beast. There's a different way of doing things. So uh, 
it's nice to kind of be shown shit. So I told her on Friday, I said, hey, uh, we're going to have to leave you early. We're going to have to leave at like six because it's a good two and a half hours or so uh, to, to get to like the first school. Okay. You know, she was very unhappy about it. Okay. You know, that kind of thing. This is a, this is a young lady who's, who is much younger than me. I, I'm probably older than her parents <laughs> or at least I'm, I'm pretty close in age to her parents but I, I would guess if I was a betting man and I am at times that I am older than her folks I don't want to ask her that but I, I'm I would bet money on it so clearly different generation clearly different thought thoughts on things right I'm an old man she's a young lady she just had a baby I got no kids uh, she's living with her boyfriend in her boyfriend's parents' house. I have my own house. I live by myself with two two dogs and two cats. V- very different folks, right? Let's get there at six. Okay. Okay, I'll be there at six, old man McAllister. I'll be there. <laughs> okay. This morning, I got up earlier than I normally would. I don't know why. I just did. I'm like, okay, I'll get up. I'll go to work a little early. And uh, I can, I'll just fuck around the hot, the warehouse before she gets there, you know, just do dumb warehouse shit, get the van all set before she shows up. There you go. So I get there, I'm doing my shit. I'm there, you know, 15, 20 minutes early, some shit. I'm getting all the shit done. Just so when she shows, we just leave at six. There you go. I get a text from her at five fifty-five. Oh God, I didn't hear the alarm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way. Okay. Okay. She shows up about, I don't know, 6.20, 6.25, something like that. And again, the, the, the one of the perks of Divin Dots is there is no set hours. It is like no 9 to 5, 8 to 4, whatever. It's kind of like do what you need to do and come in at an appropriate time to make sure it's done. So uh, if you need to come in early, great. If it makes more sense to, for you to come in later, great, right? As long as you can get shit done. And for us... Because we're doing schools, you got to be at most places by like 2 o'clock. So again, it's get in fucking early. So we're, we're behind. We're behind. And she's like, oh, I heard my first alarm, but then I didn't hear my second alarm. And I'm like going, if you heard your first alarm, why the fuck didn't you get up? Now, I don't know about you, everybody. Maybe you're different than me. A lot of people are different than me. I get it. It's what 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 makes the world an inter- interesting place. When I hear my alarm, I get up. <laughs> right? Is that crazy? I get up because I'm like, oh fuck, the alarm went off. I'm up. Let me go pee. Let me go eat. Let me go do whatever. Right there, you go. I'm I'm up and we're ready to go. Am I always happy about it? No, I'm not. But I I'd rather set my alarm later. Then set my alarm early, and then 10 minutes later, another alarm, and 10 minutes later, another. What the fuck is that about? What are, what are these uh, sleep mode, or whatever the fuck it is called? The, the fucking st- staggering alarm system. I don't understand it. Apparently, that's what she uses, I guess. The alarm goes off. I get it. I get up, and I'm out the door. Whatever. All right. So... 
I'm driving, right? I'm driving the van. I know where I'm going, more or less. I know what to do, so I'm driving. And uh, I don't know about you guys. This is like old school. This isn't even, you know, told me by my parents or whatever. It was like with, with my buddies and everything of that nature. It was whoever drives gets to choose... Like the radio, the music, whatever you're going to listen to, right? Even if it's nothing, right? The the driver chooses. It's my goddamn van. I, I'm going to choose to do whatever. So, I, you know, I just want to listen to my news podcasts and my sports talk radio. That's all I want. I don't want anything necessarily controversial. If I had to wager money, I would assume that she's probably more conservative than me, which is weird to think about. I'm an old man. She's a young lady, but whatever. So I'm listening to it and she rips out her phone, which I'm like, Hey, you know, whatever you want to do on your phone, you want to play some games or whatever you scrolling through social media, whatever. Hey, I'm at it. It's what she does is I don't know if it was TikTok or Instagram reels or Facebook stories or whatever the fuck they're called. She's just constantly scrolling through shit and playing it loudly. Like, she does not have earbuds in or headphones of any kind. She's just playing this loud fucking six-second to 30-second clips of music or fucking dumb reality shit. And I wanted to say to her, what the fuck are you doing? Why are we doing this? If you were driving, I would let you play whatever the fuck you'd want to listen to. But you're not driving. I'm driving. You're not even engaging in conversation with me to keep me awake. I don't need you here. I don't want you here. I did not ask my boss for you to be here. But there we go, everybody. There we go. So I'm driving the whole way with her. I'm show, I'm showing her shit on the tablet. This is a girl who's been at work for over a year and she did not know how to do things on the tablet. How does that work? How does how does my boss not show her shit? How do the other guys not show her shit? How is it that I on my last week of work is showing her shit on on how to use the fucking tablet? It's crazy as fuck, right? And I told her, as we're going through the day, um, I told her, I said, we're going to get more orders, more schools or whatever are going to put orders in. And the boss is going to be like, hey, I don't know if you're going to have time to do this. And I told her, I said, there will be a point where you just say, no, no, I can't. I cannot do this. And that happened today. We, we, we just fucking kept, they kept throwing orders at us. I'm like, where the fuck were you guys? Uh, why weren't you getting these orders on Friday or whatever? Because there was an order that we got that we would have done first. Like we had to go way out of our way to do this fucking order because they fu- didn't get it in timely. I'm almost like, I want to tell the guys, and I'm like, hey, if you, if you don't get this shit in by Friday, you're not getting the order on Monday. Lick my dick and suck my balls. 
But we did what we had to do. We had to drop off a new freezer at a school. I know none of you give a shit about any of this. And I apologize. <laughs> there are times where I don't give a shit. We had to drop off a freezer at a, a new school. And a part, of, part of dropping it off is we got to give a place a signage. Right? To, to promote the fact they're selling Dippin' Dots. We got a bag. And I always keep my bag stocked if I take something out of the bag I put something in so we go to the bag and everything was fucking gone in the bag I'm like what the fuck where's the shit in my bag cause I, I'm, I'm not that guy I'm the guy who I replace shit because I complain about my coworkers who don't ever replace shit so I can't be that guy I can't and it, so it made me wonder, like, who the fuck used the van or who the fuck changed the bags? Because uh, my boss was in there, and he was uh, he had to redo the fucking battery tower that we got in there that powers the fucking freezers. And so he was doing shit this weekend, so I get the feeling that he just put in a different bag. Like, he took the bag down to get it out of the way, and then he just grabbed another bag that was empty to put it up there. I'm like, fuck! Fuckity fuck! I mean, it's not a huge deal. We just gave him what we could. But I would have given him more. Whatever. Nobody was crying. Nobody was crying. There's no crying in ice cream. So on the way back, we had to stop at a trampoline park in Lansing, Michigan, right? Lansing, Michigan. Because they called this weekend and they complained the fact that they were low on product, right? And so I, my boss is sending me the voicemail. And I'm always want to be like, why the fuck are you sending me this voicemail? So I'm like, do you want me to go there on Monday? And he's like, yes. I'm like, okay, why didn't you just say that without fucking uh, sending me the voicemail that I didn't need to listen to? So we go, and the, the trampoline park is weird because they have hours, but there's always staff there before the hours for whatever reason. You just have to pry open the door, right? You got to pretend you're Superman or whatever, going to an elevator, putting your fingers in between the elevator doors, and you just rip them open, right? That's kind of what it's like. So the guy's there. We go in. I look at the freezer. I sell them 11 cases, which is like half a freezer. So they needed, they needed a bunch. Yes, clearly. The problem is the guy who normally does that route did the route last week. <laughs> they didn't sell half a case or half a freezer in, in less than a week. They just didn't do it. So the guy's complaining. He's like, look, we need to do a better job of scheduling deliveries. And I'm like, and I told him, I said, absolutely. But I told him, I said, I'm not lying. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that I don't like my coworker and it's my last week, so I don't give a fuck. I said, my coworker's not good. He, he's not good. He skips places. He skipped you guys, which is weird because this, this place is the only place that's probably gonna buy product on that fucking route, but he skipped it. So we go through the whole process of having the correct numbers and the tablet and everything else, and there we go, we're good to go. We get the fuck out. It was a 10 hour day. 10 hour day, everybody. And that's I tell that girl, I said, this is what it is. This is what it is. So tomorrow, uh, there's not a lot for me to do. So I'm doing tomorrow what's known as bitch work, which is I'm just doing shit around the warehouse, cleaning things. And is it fun? No. Does it need to get done? Yes. 
Does do other people want to do it? No. Does the young fuck who never does his job correctly ever do it? Fuck no. Does he always get to do routes? Yeah. Does he get to pick his routes? For sure. Why? Who the fuck knows? He sucks. <laughs> and I hate him. Oh, so I think what I'm going to do, everybody, is I'm just going to punch in. We have an app on our phone that we punch in for work. I'm just going to punch in at 7 while I'm here at the house. <laughs> and then I'll punch in at, uh, I'll punch out at 6 p.m. when I'm back at my house. <laughs> so tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow will be an 11-hour day for me. <laughs> but I will have done about two hours of work. <laughs> I'm going to go out. With a bang, everybody. Go out with a bang. Now, have you guys ever quit your job and you did it in a spectacular fashion? You did it in a way where you wanted everybody at the company to remember you for years? Like, oh my God. You remember Billy when Billy quit? Holy shit. He fucking punched out the supervisor. Oh my God. You remember Steve? Oh yeah, he forcefully kissed the secretary on the way out the door. Holy fuck. You remember Sarah? Yeah, she took a huge shit in the middle of the bathroom. Not in the toilet, but on the floor. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Is there something I should do? I mean, fuck. I like my boss, Todd. I do. I do like him. I just wish that fucking company, I'll tell you this, everybody, don't ever go work for a sport team. Don't ever do it. Because they just, they don't know how to treat employees like employees. Everybody is like part-time or seasonal, even if you're not. The only way they'll give you any kind of respect is if you work in the front office. And even when you're working in the front office, what the fuck are you doing most of the year? I really struggle with these people who make fucking year-round salaries, who work fucking part-time. They, they work part-time. It's weird. What sport team is really year-round, right? None. There's no sport team year-round. I don't care what sport you like. Hockey, baseball, football, basketball, whatever. And then, even during season, they're not at home all the time either. I'm like, fuck, I, you know. Fuck them. Don't ever work for a sport team unless you're, like, in the front office. Then you can just fucking coast. You can coast. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. If you would like a Christmas card, uh, I have some left. If you have never received any of my Christmas cards, they're weird as shit. But I've had multiple people... Uh, tell me that they they keep my Christmas cards. Like most people like open it, they put it on their mantle, whatever, and then, you know, at, you know, January 1st they toss them, right? What I do with my Christmas cards is I get them and then I put them on my kitchen cabinets. Is that weird? Yes. But they stay up year round until next Christmas. <laughs> and then when I get my first Christmas card of the following year, then I take all the other ones down. Uh, and I actually had someone say they would pay me for my Christmas cards. <laughs> I have never had anyone uh, offer me money for my Christmas cards before, but there you go. So I don't have a lot. 
I only made a hundred this year and I know I've already sent out 50. I got to work on some more tonight. So I, I imagine I probably am going to have like 10. But if you would like one, get a hold of me. If you've never received one, let me know because then I can send you like an old one. It won't be old to you because you've never gotten a card from me before. So I can I will send you one. So there you go. Oh, fuck. Was there, there was something else I wanted to tell you and I can't fucking remember what the hell it was that I wanted to tell you. I'm, I'm pretty tired, everybody. Can't lie. It was a, I think it was a longer day for me just having to be with that girl and, and being out of my routine of sorts. I felt like I was slowed down because she was there. Because I was. I was slowed down. But you got to have somebody to train people. I, I actually enjoy training people. As much as I hate people, I like training people. I think it's because if you train people appropriately, it will hopefully make your job easier too. So, uh, whatever. You can only do what you do. Um, help me with this, everybody. Uh, I, uh, I'm still thinking about going to the Buffalo Bills game on December 24th. It's on Christmas Eve in Chicago. Chicago is a shit team. They're not playing well. It's Christmas Eve. I can imagine there will be a lot of uh, empty seats. Chicago is only a three-hour drive or so. I'm thinking of going. I need someone to talk me out of it. I need someone to go, that's dumb as fuck, Stu. You can stay at home and watch it at home. You don't need to be there in the goddamn cold and the goddamn snow where you paid a lot of money for the ticket and then you drove three hours there and then you're going to spend more money on food or beer or whatever and then you're going to drive three hours back because ultimately, everybody, that's what I would do because of because uh, of the pets. Oh, hi, CD dog. <laughs> I love this old lady very much. She's very bad, but I love her. All right, get back under there. All right. So talk me out of it. Talk me out of it. Uh, speaking of Bill shit, I'm still giving away stuff on Twitter. The 12 days of Bill's Miss today was day eight. I'm just giving away things like uh, cards and hats and, you know, things of that nature. Nothing super huge. The last day, I'm going to give away a nicer Josh Allen card, if anyone gives a shit. But if you, if you are into that, uh, go follow me on Twitter, uh, at Stu McAllister. I know Twitter is uh, the devil and a cesspool and whatever, but I enjoy it more uh, than Facebook and Instagram. I don't get put in fucking jail on Twitter. I'm not pretty enough to be on Instagram, so go follow me on Twitter. All right, there you go. Uh, speaking of Twitter, apparently... I just kind of glossed over the article because ultimately I don't care about either of these people. I really like the one, but now I'm just like losing any kind of interest in him. Uh, apparently Dave Chappelle uh, put on a show, I don't know, I'm assuming in LA somewhere, and Elon Musk was there. 
And he came on stage and he did the whole uh, Danielle. Don, was it Danielle Rawlings? Is Danielle Rawlings his name? No, it's not Danielle Rawlings. Don, was Danielle Rawlings a fucking uh, basketball player? Hold on, I got a fucking. Hold on, Sadie Dog. Oh, sorry, Sadie. Sorry, Sadie. Oh my God. Yesterday, Sadie Dog fell off the couch. I think she was kind of disoriented and she just fell off the couch. You stay over there, Sadie. You stay over there. <laughs> All right, now we got to look real quick. Hold on, everybody. I, I, I need to know this shit. Uh, Don L. It is Don L. Rawlings. I was right. Or he did the whole thing about uh, when black people got reparations and he was like, I'm rich, bitch. Apparently, Elon Musk got on stage and said something to that nature of like, I'm rich, bitch. And uh, I don't think you really want to hear a, an incredibly rich white dude uh, who is pretty controversial. He's kind of a lightning rod for controversy. Uh, either people really seem to like him or really seem to hate him. And uh, I don't need to hear the fact that he's like, I'm rich, bitch. Is it kind of funny? Nah, not really. It was funny with the Danielle Rawling character. But I don't think it's necessarily funny with Elon Musk. And I've uh, lost a lot of interest in Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, for me, was uh, one of the two dudes that I would always want to go see. Right? If, if someone was coming to town, it was him and uh, Bill Burr. Those were the two. And the last time I saw Bill Burr, which was like a year ago, um, I lost interest in Bill then too. I found Bill to be uh, very mediocre. Um, his premises were very uh, just broad, very open micer-esque. I mean, it was just kind of shit that any kind of comedian would come up with. And he just sounded like a bitchy white dude, really. He was kind of the, the get-off-my-lawn dude. And I know a lot of that is a shtick. He's the angry fuck, right? And I'm the angry fuck. But you still got to be interesting. You still got to be unique. You still got to be fucking uh, different with your your takes and perspectives. Otherwise, I could just go to any local open mic and hear some shit fuck tell the same kind of jokes. So both those guys are, I, I'm like, meh. I'm meh with most comedians nowadays, which is, a, which is a bummer. It's a bummer. Tell me who you like. Is there anyone who can rejuvenate my interest in comedy again? Is there anyone out there who might fucking inspire me to write some jokes and get back on stage again? Not like the stage is clamoring for me. Which is okay, because I'm not clamoring to get back on stage either, so. But I'm just curious. And don't tell me any podcasts. I have zero interest in listening to any comedy podcast. I do a comedy podcast, and I don't even like listening to my podcast. My podcast is garbage. When people come at me and tell me my podcast is garbage, I agree with them. You're right. A hundred percent. This podcast is the worst. Why the fuck are you listening to it? Is it some kind of hate listen? Is that what's going on in your life? Be better, sir. Because I'm only assuming anyone who's going to yell at me is going to be a dude who needs to tell me what's what. Who needs to inform me of his opinion. 
And I'm always like, I don't need to know your fucking opinion. All right. All right. What is happening in the world? What is happening in the world today? What is happening in the world today? What is happening in the world today? I saw this article and I got fucking, I can't lie, I got pissed about it. I was possessed. Stu, what pissed you off? Was it a social injustice? No. Was there some sort of like white collar crime that they stole money from you? No. Uh, Crazy rampant racism? Fuck that. Who cares? (laughs) Instead, this article is about an ex-football player, Jake Thiemann? Thiemann? Never heard of him. But apparently he has made a name for himself on TikTok because of course he has. Everybody's making a name for themselves on TikTok. He had a clip that had 300,000 views in a day. Jesus Christ. And he was talking about how much a water boy made in a year. Fucking Christ. Um, and this is where I got mad. Because apparently a water boy makes about $53,000 a year. Fuck you, water boy. I don't think in any job I have ever made $53,000 in a year. Does that say a lot about me and the jobs that I've had? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I also have a master's degree in social work and was a social worker. At some point in my life, I should have made more than $53,000. And you know who didn't make $53,000? Me! I didn't! But you know who did? It got Apparently a goddamn water boy. Uh, the football player, whatever the fuck his name is, was quick to add that the number can vary based on the team and the experience of the applicant. He also explained just how qualified many NFL water boys really are. He goes on to say, now there's a misconception that these people just how to hand out water and towels. These are trainers on the athletic training team. Most of them have athletic training degrees or physical therapy degrees and are learning the craft of treating players' injuries and helping guys stay healthy. All right, so they got a little bit of experience, some medical shit, all right, okay, okay, all right. Uh, The player suggested that those interested in the job should see it as an apprenticeship as opposed to just squirting water bottles. And I'm sure it's not even water bottles. I'm sure they're fucking squirting like Gatorade or fucking uh, steroids of some kind. All right. It's uh, it's disheartening to me. It's uh, it's disheartening. I wonder if they uh, if they get like, I'm assuming probably not like a housing allowance or fucking shit like that. Do they get the shower with the players? <laughs> <laughs> Do they get to do any of that shit? I'm curious. I watched the Bills game yesterday versus the Jets, and in it, the quarterback for the Jets, Mike White, took a couple hard blows, a hard knocks, and he was actually removed from the field twice. 
to, to taken back to be evaluated. And both times he was brought, he came back in because apparently he's a goddamn trooper and apparently he's afraid of losing his job to Zach Wilson again. And I can't blame him for that. I mean, I'm assuming he's making more than $53,000 a year, even though he was, I think, the third string quarterback at the beginning of the year at least. So it made me wonder, hey, what, did the water boy go check him out? <laughs> did the water boy uh, fucking work out his hammy? Did the water boy tape up his ribs? Because, I mean, it looked like he just took, he took a massive hit from Matt Milano. And, uh, I mean, it really looked like he just destroyed uh, his organs. <laughs> he destroyed his fucking ribs and lungs and everything else. Mm. Some people on Twitter were calling Matt Milano a fucking dirty player. Some Jets fans were. And it made me go, God damn, you're dumb as fuck. <laughs> right? No, I get. Like, you can have your opinion. But sometimes as a fan, you got to take a step back and you got to look at shit and go, okay, yeah, that was a penalty. That was a fumble. That was an interception. That was a touchdown, whatever. Even if it's against your team, you got to be like, oh, yeah, no, it was, that's, they made the correct call. That was whatever. Matt Milano had a great hit. It was not a dirty hit. It was a hard hit, but it was pro it was technically what would be called like a textbook hit. I don't know. It's, it's weird when you see fans. Now, this guy was like some crazy Jet fan, and I made a post about Twitter today. Talk about super fans. Right? I don't know what team you're a fan of, you know, can be whatever, whatever sport. Every team's got super fans. And that's cool. I like super fans as much as the next guy. But um if you're a super fan who like trolls other fans, I don't think you're a super fan. You're you're super fucking annoying is what you are. You need to you need to be a guy who like other fans of other teams will be like, "All right, that guy's cool." All right, that guy, he said something funny. Oh, yeah, that guy was creative. Because I just see too many of these fans that are just, fuck, they're assholes. The one I always think of specifically, isn't he? He goes by the name Smoke. I don't know what it is. He's a Dolphins fan. And clearly I hate the Dolphins. As a Bills fan, you got to hate the Dolphins. But there's this guy Smoke who's just this filthy fucking mook. And all of his videos are just like uh, trashing teams and trashing their fans. And he's just saying dumb shit. And there was the first time I was introduced to this fucking idiot. It was when the Dolphins beat the Bills. And he's just like ranting at the Miami Stadium. And he's yelling at Bills fans. And he's being an asshole. And he kind of bumped into two of the Bills super fans, the chefs. The chefs are just two fucking dudes who wear chefs hats and they make a lot of food, and you know, this fucking fat fucks who, as far as I know, don't really do a whole lot. They're just fucking characters that everybody seems to like. But he was pretty rude and aggressive towards them. And as a result, I'm like, I hate this fuck. But he shows up in my timeline now and then, even though I block him because other people, like, retweet him or yell at him or whatever. I'm like, fuck this guy. Just ignore this bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that dirty mook. I love that word mook. 
because it's an appropriate term, right? And I actually, I looked it up because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't using like a weird fucking uh, word that was like an old timey racial slur. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe, maybe it is. Maybe somebody has used it in a different kind of way. But Mook is a stupid or incompetent person. And that's what that guy is. That guy is a fucking mook. Fucking filthy fucking mook. <laughs> Dummy. Don't be a mook, everybody. Don't be a mook, you motherfucker. Don't be a mook, you motherfucker. Now this story that I saw, it can't be real, right? It can't be. The problem is, I think it is real because people nowadays are just so fucking stupid. People are just dumb as fuck. And you're like, oh my God, how are people so dumb? People are surprised that something does something and that something is, they are surprised that nutcrackers are actually used for cracking nuts. What? What? I don't, I don't understand that. How are, like, I know, like, most nutcrackers are very decorative. You know, most of them kind of look like soldiers. And, you know, a lot of people, like, might know nutcrackers from fucking uh, the, the ballet, right? But I'm just like, yeah, it's a nutcracker. Now, I think most nutcrackers probably are more decorative than actually fucking you're able to use to fucking crack a nut. But how are you fucking not aware? Apparently, like, it's this weird TikTok trend to fucking go, oh, my God, I did not know that nutcrackers are used to crack nuts. Uh, it just makes me go, okay, now, is everyone just being dumb and facetious? There's no fucking, how do you not know? Oh my God, did you guys know that the freezer is used to freeze things? Holy shit! Right? Am I wrong? Like, oh my God, the, did you guys know the washing machine? is used to wash shit? This can't be real. This can't be real. According to the Nutcracker Museum, wood carvers in France and England were creating delicately carved, intricate nutcrackers resembling humans and animals by the 15th century. But the, nat, but the nutcracker figurine as we know today, which resembles toy soldiers with button blazers and top hats, didn't come to fruition until the 19th century. Ooh. German woodworker Wilhelm Fuchner, Fuchner, known as the father of the nutcracker, was the first to commercially produce the nutcracker in 1872 using the nutcracker from Heinrich Hoffmann's story King Nutcracker and poor Reinhold as his inspiration. I don't think I've ever actually used like that kind of nutcracker. Like the nutcracker I always used was sort of like the uh, metal, uh, 
I mean, it was kind of like a, a chopstick with a hinge in the middle, and then the middle part in the end was kind of uh, serrated. So you put the nut there, and then you clamp on it. You know, you know those those fucking grip things that you put in your hand to like strengthen your hand. I mean, that's kind of what the nutcracker thing looked like. I've never actually used like a wood nutcracker because again, they just seem a little a little too delicate. It's dumb. I mean, you guys, please tell me that you knew a fucking nutcracker was was fucking used to crack nuts. Jesus Christ. Please tell me the listeners of the Elemental Podcast are not dumb like most people are. All right. I'm going to end on this story, everybody. What are the most stressful jobs in the U.S.? They, they got a list of the 10 most. Now, okay, now if I were to say shit... I would probably go, I don't know, police officer, a firefighter, maybe a surgeon, um, a dip and dot driver, right? I, that's what I'm going to say. I don't know if any of those will be in there, but that's what I'm going to fucking say. So let's look at this list and see what it says. I'm going to assume I'm going to be wrong and I'm going to be pissed about a lot of these. Uh, 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 all right. Let's see. It says here, uh, the Occupational Information Network. God, what a fucking dumb name. Um, or ONET, part of the U.S. Department or Labor. Well, it shouldn't be of labor. U.S. Department of Labor recently ranked... Uh, 837 of the most stressful jobs in the nation. The rankings note the importance of accepting criticism and dealing calmly and effectively with high-stress situations in each role. All right, here we go. Number one. I don't want to go number one. We got to go start from number 10. Let me get down to the bottom. You don't start with number one. Number 10, nurse anesthesiast. I get it. You don't want to fucking overdose someone, have them die. They're number 10. Number nine, first line supervisor of retail sales workers. Holy shit. Are we talking about the guys who were just fucking murdered at the Walmart a couple weeks ago? I can't imagine being a supervisor right now at like a Walmart or a Meyer or Target or any of that shit. Dealing with all these assholes and their Christmas shopping. Ugh, gross. The worst. The worst. And you're probably dealing with a lot of young people or a lot of dumb people or a lot of like part-time people who aren't invested in their job. So yeah, that's got to be a shit job. That's a shitty fucking job. Uh, number eight, public safety telecommunicators. So they mean like 9-11 operators. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Can't you just hang up on people? Oh, fuck you. Get your own help. Number seven, obstetricians and gynecologists. Yeah, I can't imagine dealing with children and vaginas every day. That's gross. <laughs> gross. Uh, number six, acute care nurses. I'm sensing a theme here, everybody. Everything's been fairly medical. Um... Number five, phone operators. Phone operators? What? Phone operators provide information to callers by assessing directories and assisting them with a variety of, ta of tasks such as 
Billing requests, charges, credits, or refunds. Huh. I did not realize that phone operators was still a thing. Uh, number four, judges and magistrates. I don't feel any sympathy for these guys, though. Whatever, good for them. Number three, anesthesiologist assistants. We already went up. Why are they not lumped in with the anesthesiologist nurses? You're fucking putting people out before they go into surgery. All right, fuck, great, we got it. It's stressful. You're making people sleep. Probably the best sleep they ever have. And if they don't wake up, whatever, who cares? They're probably all right about that too. Fuck. Number two, film and video editors. What? Get out of here. I don't agree with this. Film and video editors edit moving images on film, video, or other media. Oh, thank you very much. Hey, did you know nutcrackers crack nuts? <laughs> this position, which includes job and television and news editing roles, may work with producers or directors to organize images and soundtracks for final production. I'm telling you, everybody, th th this is the job. Editing is the job because so much of, like, entertainment, fuck me, all these videos that everybody does, they're so heavily edited. If you can be an editor, you're going to fucking go a long way, I'm telling you. And number one, urologists. What? Urologists specialize in conditions affecting the urinary tract and also deal with diseases that affect the reproductive system. Now, I never in a million years would have said urologists. Where the fuck were the cops? Where the fuck were the firefighters? Where the fuck were the dip and dot drivers? I... This is all bullshit. This list is fucking uh, worthless. It's about as worthless as this podcast, everybody. And this podcast is pretty fucking worthless. So, But uh, that's it, everybody. I'm done. You guys were great. Thanks for listening. If you guys can do me a solid, do me a couple things. Uh, this is the ad part of the show. If you can like the Facebook page and the Twitter page, that'd be great. If you can check out my Macari store and my uh, T Public store, that'd be great. If you can't find the links to those things, let me know and I can send them to you. If you can do the whole rate, review, subscribe, that'd be great too. Only if uh, you like it. <laughs> if you like the podcast, rate, review, subscribe. If you don't like the podcast, just subscribe. Uh, and then do these uh, five things. Go check out the Sunday Slaw on Facebook, Adam the Seventy House do videos of themselves eating coleslaw. It's fun, it's educational, it's entertaining, it'll change your life. The Sunday Slaw over on Facebook. Stay on Facebook, check out Magic JBM. That's uh, my boy John Midgley. He's got a page for his magic stuff, so if you like magic, and who doesn't? I don't know if I've ever met anyone who said they hate magic, that'd be weird. But he's got a page for it, Magic JBM, John Badass Midgley. Go check it out, Magic JBM on Facebook. Go check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. Matt also has a, a store on Etsy for all of his artwork that he does. I think he's fo uh, focusing mostly on these clay gnomes. That's his Etsy store. It's called Barefoot Gnome. And I know he's been going to craft shows and things of that nature. So uh, it's pretty cool shit. So go check it out. Matt Harper Art, TikTok and Instagram, Barefoot Gnome on Etsy. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Check out Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook and their website, extralevelsgaming.com. That's a retro video game store in Holt, Michigan. And uh, I know if you don't live near Holt, which is just outside of Lansing, I know most of you don't. 
uh, you can go to their website, extralevelsgaming.com, and buy some old video games. Christmas is coming up. It's nice of you to do that. Check it out, Extra Levels Gaming. And last but not least, my main man, Mark. He's got a uh, page on Instagram, Bear Boards and Tables, like cocaine, bear boards and tables. He's got a lot of woodwork for sale, and he sells it over on Macari. So go check out his Instagram page. Check out his Macari page. If you don't see anything that you like, uh, message Mark, and maybe he can make some shit for you. So there we go. So again, Sunday Slaw, uh, Magic JBN, Matt Harper Art, uh, Barefoot Gnome on Etsy, uh, Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook, and uh, Bear Boards and Tables over on Instagram and Macari. So uh, that's it. If you'd like a Christmas card, get a hold of me. Uh, if you can check out my Patreon, check out the Patreon. It's just more podcasts. Five bucks a month, everybody. It's cheaper than most OnlyFans. Check it out. Uh, that's it. You guys are great. I love you. Thanks for listening to this horse shit. I will see you tomorrow for the Patreon, or I'll see you on Thursday for the next freebie. Okay, guys, have a good day.